Okay, we're an hour late, but we're starting. That's all that matters. Being late does not equal being a slack off because I'm not a slack off. Don't say anything. <clears throat> yeah, welcome to another edition of the Kaiser Live Show session. I'm very excited for this one. We're just kind of kind of kind of be going through what aired last night. I had more planned, but because we had to push this off an hour. I didn't want to go too late, and because I know how we are just kind of going off on tangents and stuff with with uh, how we discuss these things, there's no plan. We just kind of go. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that little mini music set as to starting soon. Um, I play a lot of those on my radio show and thought I'd show a little off, but yeah, let's get into it. I'm going to go and join VC. Got 14 people watching. I'm not doing it on Twitch this time because no one watched it last time. So why would I? Why would I do it? It's not worth my time. So YouTube exclusive. This will go up tomorrow as a vod, and I think that's all I got to cover. We're going to be doing this again, by the way. Already planning it. Already planning it, along with a Discord server for the future, uh, which I'll link later in the show. But for now, I think it's kind of time to get into it. We put it off 61 minutes. I mean, that's not too bad, right? I'm going to pause the music and go and join. The voice chat. Mute till everyone gets in here, because why? Why not? If you have any questions for us throughout the broadcast, please drop them in chat. We're all going to be looking at it. And we're going to kind of see where we're at. And we might answer questions as we go. Or at the end. I don't know. But for now, I'll just kind of drop them in chat. And we'll answer them when we get to them. <clears throat> 15 people. This is more than... This is a classroom size for me. Never get that many in a stream. Sad but true. So the four episodes we're going to be covering, at least in the uh, term that I had planned, Mexican Makeover. I know that was a couple of pieces of talk and chat about that one already. Um, the Boss, maybe. Uptown Funk and Family Bonding. Uh, we'll kind of get to those in time. We'll cover them alternate. And I think that's everything. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, Sonny. Hey, what's uh, going on? <laughs> I wish we didn't have to be an hour late, but that's just kind of how things are, right? It's not your fault. You know, these things happen. Yeah. Computers die. And you have to build them again. Wasn't mine, thankfully. Well, I hope your computer's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was one of my parents that they used for something at their work, so still bad, but thankfully it wasn't mine. That's good. Hello! Yes, someone said hi to me in the chat. Hi! <laughs> Hello everybody, how's it going? How everybody tonight? <laughs> that chat was delayed for me, okay. I saw that after you. Hello, everybody. Okay, everybody say hi to me. Hi! 
I feel so loved. I've taken over a stream, but I'm not. No, I don't want to do that. That'd make me a jerk. <laughs> yeah, as I was as I was saying in the intro, we have I just kind of have the four episodes that we saw last night on the docket. But if we have time, uh, I got some other stuff. But we have this planned again, so we can do it next time. Exciting! I like surprises. <laughs> surprises are the best. Hey, Yuvi. Hi, Yuvi. Greetings. Uh, Nick and Noodle. Noticing a lot of these people from the Discord server. And lots of people from Twitter. Hello. Uptown Funk. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about Uptown Funk. <laughs> uh, it's a thumbnail. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay if you were four minutes late. We were 61 minutes late, right? <laughs> yeah. No biggie. 61 minutes. It's fine. It's just an hour late. We all don't have, like, school kind of-ish. We're still in this whole situation, so we all stay up till yeah. whatever. <laughs> oh. Hey, Nate. Hello. Hi, Nate. Hey, what's up, Sonny? Hey, what's up, Saren? <laughs> How's it going? I am fine. Um, I fixed up my mic, so it should be okay. Oh, hey, it's Nat. Hello, guys. Nat. Nat. Oh, uh -oh. oh, no, she's gone. Get off! No, what happened? <laughs> oh, oh, no, she's gone. I ruined it. <laughs> I ruined it by saying her name. <laughs> they say if you say that, that three times, she'll disappear. <laughs> no, yeah. She's all good. <laughs> Hey, Nats! Hey, Discord crashed on me. Oh, I can hear you now, so I'm guessing we're good here. I think we are. Hey, everybody in the chat, do we sound okay? Hope so. We can't hear ourselves. Yeah, audio level's good. I had to redo OBS while we were late. So, hopefully audio levels are good. Seems like they're hearing us, so it looks like we're fine. Everybody say hello in the chat. Yeah, say hello to us. What's up, UV, Jesse? <laughs> Everybody's so friendly tonight. I know, yeah. I know. I've never had this many friendly people on a chat. I'm scared. Because I'm guessing we were publicly, you know, spreading the word around and it's paying off right now. We want yeah. to make sure lots of people came. <laughs> okay. No pressure. No, yeah, no pressure yeah. at all. No, I'm kind of glad that it got pushed back because, like, right when the other one was supposed to start oh, wow. the new tra trailer... Miraculous Ladybug came out, and I was like, hold up, everybody. I gotta take them yeah. an hour to get over this, but... And then I had to go drink some water, because I was like, oh, wait, I have to talk about the Loud House. <laughs> <laughs> I have apple cider, because I'm just cool like that. I had, to, like, I had to, like, clear my throat, so I had orange juice with me, just to, you know, not get raspy at all. Yeah, I, I'm kind of glad we had to push it off, because Big City Green just did their mid-season finale. That was... Uh... I need to watch that. <laughs> it doesn't air until like two hours from here, so. Oof. Yeah, this, this month has been like a good month for cartoons. Oh, it has. Yeah. yeah. Next next week we get DuckTales back in October 19th. Darkwing Duck. I'm so excited. <laughs> DuckTales, uh, Big Hero 6, the series. And Ollie's Pack are all coming back on Monday. Yeah. Right. Ollie's Pack is coming back. Right. Can't and wait then, to see that. And then next Friday we have The Loud House. Yep. Maze and a Miraculous Bug movie. 
yeah. all back to back, and it's just like, oh my god. I also get sips at the end of the month, too. I'm so excited, season 32. Okay. So the first up, Mexican Makeover. People were talking about that in chat. So people in chat have already gotten a head start on us. How dare you? <laughs> they're too excited. They're very excited, you know. I mean, why not? It was really good episodes that we had last night. Yeah, all oh, yeah. four of them were so good. They were all great. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so I guess we'll just go down the line. Who wants to go first and just kind of talk about what they thought about it? Volunteers. <laughs> I, I guess I'll. Like, I guess I'll go like first. Yeah, go ahead, Sunny. Um, I think of the Casa Grande episodes. This one was the weakest. You know, like it was fine. I think it was fun to have another episode written by Lalo, of course, because he wrote Croaked, and you know, this episode is mainly focused on their culture and having a, another family member, a Casa Grande family member, which we've never seen before, come in the show, Mama Lupe. And, you know, Rosa trying to show Mama Lupe that they're very, you know, that the tradition is very important to them. And so they tried to, like, you know, be as Mexican as they could be to impress her. But in the end, when they when she found out that they weren't really, you know, as well known with, like, their culture, like, Rodian didn't know Spanish that well and stuff. She was still impressed by the fact of, like, you did all this really shows how much your family means to you. And I think that was kind of a great thing, you know, with that in the end, you know, I thought it was fun you know, I, I don't really have much to say on the episode, I just liked all the characters new outfits, Rodian's little dress is cute and her, you know, pigtails are adorable and her, her actually speak Spanish for the first time in the show was great, so I think it was just a fun episode Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, let me take over from here, uh, but I really did like how the Mexican culture gets represented here, especially on a month where we're talking about Hispanic heritage um, and really reflects on how the Mexican culture is. It's really fun to see everybody in, everybody in dresses. I didn't expect to see a lot of spicy stuff in this episode, so <laughs> yeah, I didn't see, I didn't expect a lot of like, spice being a big thing in this episode, like CJ, like, gulping down a huge bottle of uh, spicy hot sauce, so that's a thing. I know that wrestling in Mexican dresses, um, you can totally see that over here in this episode. Um, of course, this is just to, you know, impress uh, Mama Lupe, and I didn't expect Mama Lupe to be, um, you know, have to be uh, connected with the Mexican tradition, but at the same time, he's all, she's also still, um, you know, into the times. I didn't expect her to actually be, like, a really cool, like, ab abuela in the, in the end of the episode. So, yeah, I, I would say it's not one of the best, like, Casa Grande episodes, but it's, like, a little reflective to see the Mexican culture that is being represented in the Casa Grande, so... Uh, it's amazing to see that um, everybody being involved, part uh, un un unexpectedly being a part of the episode, <laughs> and apparently giving her a heart, giving him a heart attack. Uh, uh, so poor Mama Lupe there. <laughs> you know, like with Par being the episode when he messed up the whole thing, I thought Bobby was gonna say something like, "We're not friends anymore." Oh. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be a thing still, and they haven't yeah. acknowledged that. Yeah, I mean, like maybe put a continuation of a never friending story. You know, could be yeah. a, it could have been a thing there, but like Bobby uh, should have stopped his best friend from like ruining everything. It was all Par's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was pretty much, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say a pretty good episode to say. Not like I said, not the best. Um, pretty good. I, I really liked it. Yeah, 
I personally really enjoyed it. Just because, like, I think one of my favorite things about the show is the whole, um, <clears throat> the Mexican culture. And so, like, and as someone who's interested in other cultures and stuff, I really like that. And also, like, I think I mentioned this in our last live stream, maybe, that I kind of, I loved how all the Spanish that they use in this show, it's pretty, like, simple. So even someone like me who speaks some Spanish but isn't totally fluent, like, I can still understand what they're saying so i think that'd be cool for like little kids to kind of learn spanish from the show too because it's showing you spanish that you can use in a conversation also so it's like taking over dora basically which is good <laughs> but yeah but i also was kind of surprised that rose's mom was still alive because i figured she would be dead but no she's still here so I think it's fun for the kids to see their see their bisabuela, which is great grandmother in Spanish, bisabuela, and <clears throat> and like I wasn't expecting her to be so like um what's the word accepting of everything, but she seems to be like as long as you guys are you know a close family and you it doesn't matter like if you hold on to the traditions as strictly. Like, I think as long as they still embrace their Mexican side, which we do see them do that all the time. So that was, like, the one part that confused me. I was like, but don't, we just had an episode about where they learned Mexican dancing, and now they're over here saying that they're not Mexican enough. Like, what is this? As long <laughs> as we don't eat American food, specifically American tacos. Yes. <laughs> just saw Roddy add, you know, eating that hot dog. I was thinking, oh my god, are you getting a belly there? Oh my gosh, Bobby in the USA hat and like his <laughs> I was like, Casagrande, that's a little too on the nose. <laughs> Way too much of an accurate representation of American. Right. <laughs> I, I like that they were watching Dreamboat too. It still connects to the Loud House uh, universe, you know, where they both like Dreamboats. Right. Mm hmm. It's a little connection between Loud House and Casagrande. I want to make sure that they both still have that connection. Either way, I would imagine. Um, with with that connection, they would still probably have like guest stars of the Loud House coming into the Casa Grandes and waiting for that episode, for, waiting for more of those episodes to happen. What is Lincoln's second cameo? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Casa Grandes, stop waiting. That's all Sunny cares about, isn't it? It's all I've been waiting for and more. <laughs> no, um, someone mentioned in the chat the Price for the Memories episode, and in this episode, there's a scene where um they get their clothes all mixed up, right? And Carlota says, Radian, is this one of your practical jokes? I'm like, they actually remembered Radian does pranks? When was the last time they mentioned that in the show? <laughs> you know? I don't think it was at any moment they remembered Radian likes pranks. So I was like, oh, that's nice. And also the um the dress that Carlota's wearing is her same uh, dress she wore in Misstep. So I love yeah. the Casa Grande's. I noticed that. on the ball with continuity, you know. Yep. They're better than the Loud House with continuity, I can For say that. For sure. Well, they're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting yeah. there. And, and the the prank thing, she brought up she did a whoopee cushion, so she's still doing them. When did she say that? Right after um, Carlotta brought up the practical jokes, like this line after. Oh, well, I didn't, I, I didn't catch that. <laughs> okay. All right. You got me there. <laughs> right. 
And I will say, as I've said before, I've learned way more Spanish in this show than I did in four years of Spanish class. You know what's odd, though? I kind of didn't believe Rodian did know Spanish because she said, I have to learn Spanish. And I'm like, Rodian, honey, you know Spanish. You taught Lincoln in the vlog, and you guys had a podcast where you were learning more Spanish. I kind of wish she should have yeah. said, I need to learn more Spanish than just, yeah. I need to learn Spanish. Because she knows Spanish words, you know? So I mm -hmm. thought that was a little, like, a little continuity error, but R Lala wrote the episode, so I'll forgive him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Art I thought, too, because I was like, I guess she's like me, where, like, I know some phrases and some words here and there, but I can't really, like, have a conversation. Yeah. You know, I've learned, like, Spanish when I was back in elementary, but I really have not been, like, following up on that. I mean, like, I learned a little bit of, like, Spanish language. Like, I usually know the amigo and amiga, abuela and abuelo, so those yeah. little words are pretty easy to follow up but then when it comes to like a full conversation in spanish um no i didn't really yeah know, but... <laughs> yeah i've learned more spanish on this show than i ever did in spanish like class in high school because i failed spanish in high school <laughs> so like i've learned more on this show than i ever did in, in high school you know you know if they offered me another language over at my school um i would have picked like french so i could actually I took, learn that more i Ooh. took french i took spanish in middle school and french in high school Oh, nice. Oh, is that everything on Mexican Makeover? Anything else to add? Yeah. We have nothing much to say here. Um, pretty good episode, but <laughs> that's all I could say for the episode yeah. overall. It was fine. It was fun. <laughs> okay, so we're going to alternate to a Loud House episode now and talk about the boss, maybe. Oh, Ooh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I knew this would get some reactions. I can't wait till we talk about family bonding. <laughs> yeah. That's the last one. Okay. Oh, oh. You have to leave Sunny for last because I'm pretty yeah. sure she's going to be all about saying. Oh my god. Clyde. I mean, a good click in the cloud episode. There, there's a lot to. Oh my god. Yeah. Sunny's going to be all about that. <laughs> oh yeah. I love that episode so much. <laughs> all right. Boss baby. Okay. So are we? Okay. So are okay. we going to give our reviews for this? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, can I go so... first? Oh, yeah, go oh, ahead. Wait. Oh, I was going to say, you can go. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> you first. <laughs> 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 you first. <laughs> All right, so uh, I really was excited for this episode because it's a follow-up episode from school because, you know, we saw L Lincoln, Lori, and Lily grow up. Now we're going to see Letty grow up because she's now the oldest sibling in the Loud House, and her first role is to um, become the the become the babysitter pretty much of the loud house and make sure everything is all uh, okay with the siblings um we can understand how lenny is she's not really that uh, authoritative person and you can already see from the bat she's starting to fail like she's having a hard time trying to manage uh mola and lynn fighting she start, she's having a hard time managing lana um lincoln and clyde trying to watch a scary movie um there's just so much uh things that are going awry in that episode that she needed to call for help, which, you know, Lady and Lori, you know, they still have that connection with Lady and Lori that, you know, really embraces, really, like, makes me proud that those two are still together. Even if Lori's still away from college, uh, Lady's still there, just a phone call away, so that she can still get advice from uh, Lori. So it's like, they're still roommates, but she's not physically there, and at least they, uh, at least Lori's still going to be there to help Lady, Lady out when it comes to so much, to all the troubles that have been going on in the Loud House. So, 
that helped for just a little bit until that phone got confiscated. Um, now Letty has to be all by herself, wondering what what the hell to do now. Uh, how to help this? How to get Mr. Grouse to actually come in? Um, either way, she still tries. She still wants to try to be that authoritative person. It isn't until uh, uh, what was it? Fiona and Miguel came in to help her out, and that really made a twist. That really twisted the whole episode for me. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, Lady now understands how to be authoritative, and it's all based on how she's doing at work, which, you know, it's, makes sense. She's very relative on that. She's so good at work, why not apply it over in the Loud House, which she totally did, and now everything is all back to normal. So, it's a good episode. I mean, it's, I mean, first off, she's always straightforward in the episode, going straight to doing the authoritative work and ma maintaining the Loud House. So, she... So it's just a really good lesson for Lenny to actually uh, understand how to uh, manage uh, all the relatives there, obviously all the siblings there at the Loud House, and how she's now becoming uh, all grown up and trying to be that authoritative person. Um, this is a great Lenny episode for her, especially how she's handled all the all the stuff that's been happening in the Loud House. So if uh, if there was another episode to follow up with Lenny, I hope that there's I hope that the whole management of Lenny. Um, maintaining the Loud House is still there. So hopefully things would be, uh, hopefully things are going to go great with her. Um, I, I really did enjoy it. Just the fact that this is a follow-up episode making sure Lenny is all grown up and doing all this authoritative work now. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and um, I really liked it because um, for much for the same reasons that Nate said because like, Lenny has always been, even since season one, she's been you know, she was stereotyped as, like, you know, the typical dumb blonde. But then, from season three up until now, we've seen her becoming her own person. And, like, you know, she got a job, and she's learning how to take care of her siblings. And so I like that they showed that she is capable of doing things. She just needs to have her own way of doing things. And I think that was kind of like a callback to, um, what was it, the Driving Miss Hazy back in season one, where, like... Lincoln was trying to teach her how to drive and she's, he's like, oh, I need to speak Lenny. And so that's yeah. what this reminded me of. And so, and I think this is an episode that a lot of us have been waiting for because for the long, for a long time, we've all been like, you know, eventually Lori's going to leave. She's going to go off to college. So Lenny is going to be the oldest. And so now we finally get to see that. And so I love that season five is just kind of like, this is only the we were only three episodes in, and already they've already shown us so much great stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna echo uh, both of both of you guys that this episode is Lenny's like best moment in the entire series because like since season three, like in Shop Girl, she got that she got a job, and you know they've kept that as continuity for the show that Lenny's had this job in multiple episodes, and even episodes that aren't focused on her like. Um, the one Lola and Lily episode, like, Lenny was like, hey, can we talk about this af after I'm done with work? Or, you know, the whole, uh, you know, like, kids show, fashion show thing played in that episode as well. And so Lenny's had these moments, like, especially in um, Leave of the Rack, that was a sh great moment to show how much she's grown and how much her job really means to her. So in this episode, they, they, um, they really emphasize how much she's, how far she's come in her job and also in the show because like wow look how much you've grown look how much you've improved and like the opening scene with her helping out customers and incorporating that into her you know becoming the leader of her family by you know uh, making her family shoppers like at a store that was so smart you know i love the way they did that 
And also, yeah, incorporating Lori into the episode was great, but I loved that they did the last person to tell her good advice wasn't Lori, but her friends who help her at the store and are like, this is at the employee of month we know about. We've seen you at your job. We've seen how much you, how far you've come, and we know how great you are at your job. So do that with your family, you know? And that's what Lenny decided to do. She you know, had her family be like customers, and she treated them like such, but got in a way where it's like, wow, Lenny is a natural-born leader, and she can take on this role. And I know someone pointed out Mr. Grouse. It was very nice that they actually referenced him as an IT person because continuity, the Loud House, what's oh, that? Right. <laughs> I actually was surprised about that too. Like, how, wait, you know about Wi Fi? Wait a minute. This is yes. from like when you were an IT person. Oh, yes. This is still continuity. <laughs> yep, yep, continuity, the Loud House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, with Lincoln and Clyde watching the scary movie, I was like, Lincoln, season one, you should know you're not supposed to watch a scary movie. Why would you watch a scary movie? You know how scared you are of these things. I mean, I know he's 12 years old now, but it's like, you knew for the last time you watched the, the whatever that scary movie was from season one, you got terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, why would you do it again? But yeah. And I loved the way Lenny handled the ending. Like, the part where Lincoln and Clyde were so scared of the scary movie, so she read a children's book to them to calm them down. I had tears in my eyes. That was, that was the, the cute, <laughs> that was the cutest moment. Sweet. That was, that was most, it was the most adorable moment I've ever seen in the show. So I love this episode, and I'm going to give a little shout out to my friend King Mitch 20 or Mitch out there because he's a big Lenny fan. And every Lenny fan deserved this episode because really, I am so happy with Lenny's development. I think she's one of the most developed characters in the show now. So I think with this episode and moving forward, I'm really happy to see that she's going to be taking on the leader role. And, uh, and, and, you know, keep going at it, you know? I want to see an episode where she learns to drive. I hope we get that episode, I hope you we know? can get a continuation of that. I mean, like, you know, Driving Miss Hazy Part 2. I yeah. mean, that'd be really awesome to actually see Letty actually develop and actually start driving get her own car also. That'd be pretty amazing. Um, but I, I do have to give a shout-out just the fact that, like, you know, before when we saw her in Season 1, she was kind of a ditz. Like, she doesn't know much of this stuff around. Now... She's having these. Um, she's having these episodes where we totally see that she's getting smarter and smarter now, and that's great to see because because we don't want to see the whole you know dumb Lenny aspect here. And yeah. Continue to see her as like a, a more authoritative person that we would love to that we would love to enjoy to see from her. So, yeah, um, the growth plan for Lenny has been going really well, and let's just hope it continues to go well as we continue on with the season. Yeah, I agree. I think the whole, I don't know if anyone brought this up, but I think the whole premise of having a job has made has helped her grow tremendously. Oh, yeah. That's oh, for yes. Sure. Yes. And um, I'm noticing in chat people are talking about Luna and Luandi in the episode. I agree. They do. <laughs> I, I have just accepted this as a fact that we are never going to get a Luna and Luandi episode. We just have to accept they hate uh, each other for some reason. I just uh, believe that. You know? know? I mean, if, if, yeah. if they hate each other, why are they roommates? You know? <laughs> so, no, there's, there's, there's so much, like, story potential between the two of them. They could have, like, had some good episodes between the two of them. I really would hope that they'll see a Luan and Luna episode where they maybe, like, you know, have to 
I don't know. Maybe it's a prediction for me in season five, but I hope they have like a talent show thing where Luna and Luan like face off or something. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's just the fact they're both in performing arts and being an art person myself. You know, like Luna's in the music and Luan's in comedy, but being in the in the arts myself, we all could be very you know vicious when it comes to our types of art that we're into. So like you know that being both a performance art. It's kind of like negative because like you have one that likes music and hard rock and one that's into comedy. So Luna could find Luan's comedy so annoying, but then Luan could also find Luna her rock music annoying. So it's like they're both really just annoying each other. And it's like, well, why are you roommates? You know, it's just right, odd. Right. It's gonna. Oh, it's interesting. <laughs> I can really feels sunny because I'm in the arts too and they are definitely like that. A lot of people in the arts are like that. You don't want to know the wars between fine arts students and computer arts students. I know it from very well. <laughs> oh jeez. I've never seen yeah. those. Oh, it's 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 awful. <laughs> uh, I can imagine. Also like I want to point out something we're also going to talk about family bonding. I'm a little concerned about Lola now like that part where she was like telling Lenny like, oh, Lori could handle this better than like a family bonding. I'm a little concerned about Lola's portrayal in episodes. I'm like that. She seems like a little harsh. Do you guys think that or uh, I don't know. I would I would say so too, um, especially when she was a Tattletale again. I thought she would learn from the first season episode, Tattletale. Tattletale's tale. I mean, then again, Lincoln was breaking into somebody's house, but you know. <laughs> Right, yeah. like, you would have to tattle her or something like that with like what Lola did there. I, I, I yeah. mean, like, I guess that continuity there just never worked out. So Lola's still the little brat where she just continues to tattle on people. Yeah, she's just still the bratty little sister. Like she's always been. Maybe that's a trait true. for Lola in this case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> she, she's a snowflake. Then again, she was trying to sabotage Lily from that from that uh, contest from Ridingers. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> that's that's true. But she had every right to be jealous. I mean, it's Lily. Look how adorable she is. Right, right. Yeah. Of course, Lola, Lola's trying to be the best to be adorable too, but trying to sabotage like her contest win. Like, dang, Lola, that that's kind of low for you. I mean, speaking of Lily, doesn't it feel great to like still have continuity where Lily's in her shirt and shorts now? Like, it's like. This change is actually here to stay, you know? It feels odd, but it also feels right, you know? You, you know, yeah. there's something that I want to point out. That theme song is still the same. Like, you can yeah. see Lily in her diaper. And I'm like, well, you gotta change that now, guys. Why did they change it? <laughs> they, they gotta erase Lori, too. One boy, nine right. girls. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, one boy, ten girls. And then Lori technically would be out of the Loud House. They would still have, like, the one boy, ten, one boy, ten girls reference and just have Lori there and not appear in the couch or not appear in the fight scene or something i believe that whole um opening needs to change in this case and that's if you know if laurie is gone and lily has to have a whole t-shirt and pants on so yeah, well, okay. yeah it might be a lot of work but it could be it could be doable yeah I, I mean like they had that one for the christmas episode they had lily in her little christmas outfit in the intro i don't get why they haven't changed it for season five you could just put on the clothes and done <laughs> You know, or, or when the Casa Grande took over the, the intro, it's like, why can't you just chase Lily's clothes? You know? Yeah. I, I've heard a rumor, I don't know if this is true or not, of them changing the entire theme sequence for season six. I don't know if that's true yet. We probably won't know until, like, 
whenever season six comes out. <laughs> yeah, but they're in development for season six, so um, you know, let them work on it. Maybe maybe they might change it up then. But yeah, like I said, we don't have no we have no word about that yet. Yeah, that'd be cool if they finally did it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, definitely. Right. I'm ready for a new theme song and a new theme setup. I mean, I don't mind the theme song. I just want like a new intro, like a new animated intro with like more stuff. Right. Yeah. Love to see that. Okay, I think is that everything on the boss? Maybe. Yes. Yep. Oh, by the way, it bugs the crap out of me that it's a reference to the boss baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the reference on that. Boss Baby was a meh movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh. It has, it's getting a, a sequel and it has a TV show on Netflix. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's good, though. Well, then, yeah, okay, but, but then again, like, you know, every, like, DreamWorks film pretty much had a has a TV show on Netflix. I mean, they have the Croods have a TV show on Netflix, so I, I, I don't know what's happening with DreamWorks and stuff, but I know they're developing a lot of stuff for Netflix. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought the movie was good, but I don't think it needs a series and an extra movie, but that's just me. <laughs> I agree. They made over a million dollars, apparently, so I guess it needs a sequel. <laughs> yeah. I guess little right. kids like it, too, so... Maybe that's the case, you know? I mean, if, I mean, kid, the, if it hits yeah. the right demographic, then they'll probably put a yeah. single for it. If kids probably. like it, then that's fine. Yeah, just right. not for us. <laughs> okay, Uptown Funk is next. Ooh, I like this one. What? Shipping! <laughs> <laughs> so, alright. Uh, uh, Nat, do you want to start on that one? Because we already started on our reviews at all. Yeah, um, I like that one. Like, I think for, like, the main part of this was, like, I think, I remember Sunny pointed it out that Ronnie Ann wasn't in this one. Yes, this oh. is the first official Casagrande episode with no Ronnie Ann. And in the first season, we didn't get that with Link until season t three, actually. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah, that's, I was like, wow, we're only at the end of season one, and... Like, I think before this one, um, like, I think one person who was really hyping it up was Carl's voice actress, because, like, she follows so many of us on Twitter, so she was, like, interacting with our posts, and we were just like, Alex, what are you doing? Like, she she supports the ship. <laughs> yeah, like, you're hyping, you're hyping this episode up. And she really did, like, she, I remember she said that, like, the one scene with Carl kissing the frog was, like, her favorite part. <laughs> she also liked the part where um, Adelaide and Carl were being parents with Froggy too. <laughs> oh yeah, like, um, yeah. So I thought like before this, I didn't really ship them, but after seeing this, and then also like we have the episode coming out next week with them, I was like, oh my god, they're so cute. Like I know that they're like little kids, but still, I'm gonna ship them. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, like, I think Carl's not, like, he's not, like, my favorite character, but I think he's always, like, a fun character to watch. After you said Carl's not my favorite character, I think I might have to be uh, non-friend you, Matt. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. No one talks about Carl that way in my presence. <laughs> he's the best character. Ronnie Ann is I mean, that's fair. I mean, Casa Grande-wise, Carl was best character. I agree. <laughs> 
But Roddy, yeah. You have to make sure Rodia. Right? Grande, you know, oh, okay, without okay, okay. excluding Rodia. She's not in this episode, so we can't say that. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, um, I love Adelaide too. She's so cute. She's adorable. I actually do love Adelaide as well. <laughs> Adelaide is probably the most adorable character of both shows, in my opinion. She really stepped up from Croats. I'm really happy she got, like, more focus in this episode. Yeah, definitely. Definitely more focus on, like, the younger siblings, because we always keep seeing, um, Carl and... Well, we keep seeing, like, Ronnie Ann, Bobby, um, CJ, and, well, Carlota also. So we don't really focus more on the younger siblings, especially Adelaide, since her only episode was croaked until this one. So, yeah, good to see that they're making side characters, so, like, making episodes of, the, of, like, younger siblings, which I think is amazing. Already a ship name in chat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's gonna be all about shipping here because we just—I mean, the fact that this episode is just all about Carl and Adelaide was pretty fun. Um, I guess I'll probably start my review now. If that's if that's okay with y'all. Yep. Go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I would have to say Carl, I, Carl and Adelaide was amazing, but I, I feel kind of bad for Adelaide because Carl was using Adelaide just to get him onto the train, and it's still a kind of a Carl move that he does, you know? Try to outsmart people or try to, uh, what was it? Be that one person where he, like, uses money just to get away from things. So this is what he had to do and actually just try to work with Adelaide, and, you know, it was, you know, the whole scene where... Carl and Adelaide was actually really cute. Like they played make they played make believe. They uh, tried to what was it? Carl and uh, the frog tried to. What was it? it was interesting because I saw that Carl and uh, Froggy Two was kissing, and I thought that was oh it was just because of uh, Froggy Two wants to be a prince or something, or Adelaide wants to make sure the frog is a prince and stuff. Do <laughs> all the fairy tales and all. <laughs> and, I, and that scene though was really hilarious too, with Froggy Two and Carl just kissing. I was like, oh my goodness, this is disgusting. <laughs> uh, but the other thing too is that when he was also playing uh, El Falcon, and he was trying to, he was he was hoping that he was gonna have a fun time with with that part of their make up game. Uh, then it was something totally different where Adelaide was dressed up as a fairy, and I thought that was actually pretty cute. And there's that one, that's a one scene after that where they said, like, we should be, like, mommy and daddy for Froggy 2. I'm like, oh my god, this is total ship fuel here. You really are making them canon right here. They made the Carl and Adelaide version of Shell Shock, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just saw that scene, I'm like, I'm gonna make Roddy K connections now with these two, aren't I? <laughs> I was just so shocked to hear that. I'm like, okay, wow, we're totally immediately getting those two together. And then in that whole trade where they were like, what was it, Carl and Adelaide taking care of Froggy too? I thought Mrs. Grande Chang, I'm like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was too cute. And swing at it, you know? <laughs> It was so cute, though. I mean, yeah, Miss Carl, this is Carl, uh, Carl Adelaide Chang, or forgot. Same. And then all the all the adults were playing along with it. That was right, so right. Fun. All those adults were us shipping them. <laughs> yeah. The adults were yeah. the fandom. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, just. The, those those scenes were pretty cute. Then of course Carl gets himself into trouble, which you know if you see every Carl episode, he's always getting into trouble, and apparently got in trouble by speeding up the cars. I was expecting like, wait, so 
You're speeding up the cars. Wait, are you about to like hit another train? Uh, or is the or is the whole subway system really clear throughout this whole thing? Uh, and I thought that scene was like, okay, we're really in a tense situation where the trains just keep going fast. I was wondering, okay, are you gonna slide it to another car? This is gonna be very bad. But luckily they didn't put that up, and I was very happy. And the fact that uh, Carl and like the Carl, the fact that Carl needed help there was also really cool. And needed Adelaide's help there. And I didn't expect Adelaide to actually know about trains, but then again, you're with a family that has like a very prestigious train conductor. So I'd imagine, uh, was it Stanley teaching Adelaide the ins and outs of the Glart? So that, that makes sense there. Um, but from by the end of that episode, I was thought it was absolutely cute that those two are still friends and that they're playing together as superheroes and all. So I would imagine that those two, um, are going to have more episodes. I can't wait to see them, um, you know, be more BS friends and stuff like that. So please have another Carl Adelaide episode. I mean, this one is actually really good. Let let there be more if there's possible. <laughs> Isn't there one more plan? What's that? Yeah. Yeah, there's the, they're going to be, apparently they're going to be in the slumber party episode. For what, we're oh. heard, what we heard, yeah. They're going to sabotage it somehow. For what I heard. Oh, oh boy. So more Carl. So there's more Carl Adelaide chemistry here. <laughs> right there together. Right, they're working together again. So yeah, I mean, let's see how this goes I mean, for the next episode. I would say my rating for this episode is a zero out of ten because there was no Roddy yet. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, like that was just odd to me. That it was like. I was waiting for the Roddy and Cam, like, is she gonna be in the background, is she on the trail? I'm like, no, she's not in this episode, that's just crazy to me, it's whiplash, but, um, yeah, like, I, everybody was really looking forward to this episode, I was too, and it really delivered, cause, like, you know, again, Carl's my favorite Casa, one of my favorite Casa Grandes, I still think Frida's my favorite, but Carl was, like, the MVP of the show, every episode he's in is just, like, great, and, no, like, getting him paired up with Adelaide and, She's so badass. I love her. She's like six years old, man. She could drive a train. She's so badass for a six-year-old, you know? <laughs> and like, yeah, all the shipping fuel, like, you know, it was, it was great. Like, Mrs. Casagrande Che, like, oh my god, you're just like setting up the ship. You know what you're doing, Casagrandes. And they were so precious. Like, I, I, yeah, even though Carl was using Adelaide to get on the train, he learned that he shouldn't take advantage of her. And she was pretty cool when she helped with the train and stuff because she knows it really well because of her dad. And yeah, it, it was just like, I want more episodes like this where we get different pairings of different characters in the show. Like what The Loud House does where the main character, i.e. Roddy, isn't actually in the episode or really. like Because again, this was just these two. Like, this is the first episode like without any Casagrande member, like any of the family members and not Roddy or Sid. It was just two side, like Carl. Well, Carl's part of the family, but I'm saying like, him and Adelaide, who's like a side character in the show, so like, I want to see more with this, you know, like them, or other char other character pairings, you know, because really, they're setting up, they're setting up the, the, the friendship or ship, you know, this is the best way they could do it, and it really, it really surprised me how, how I mean, I knew this episode's gonna be great, it's just, it was, it was wonderful, I loved it, so I can't wait for more Carl and Adelaide, they're precious. I, I think they're really good as, like, partners, I would love to see, um, like I said, more episodes of those two together. Um, and if possible, maybe they could cat it. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Did any of you notice the fact that Froggy had more vocal elements to him? No. 
He had like, a lot more vocal elements like, going. Like he actually like talked, right? I think I had yeah. like yeah. I think I hear him hear, hear say like a little few words that you know. Right, right. When he was about to kiss Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that. I mean, I don't like. Yeah, like Froggy's kind of like Hops in a Loud House, but I don't think Hops really has any dialogue much. So that might be a little difference between them. Maybe. And they're two different kind of frogs, too, I imagine. Yeah. So, you know, I would love to see that. Like, if the two frogs meet up, like Lana and Adelaide, like, meet up together. They in one episode or something. Like, Adelaide to me is like a mixture of Lola and Lana if they, it, like, together, if they were like a fusion, you know? But. Man, I like so badass. I love her. That'd she's so cool. cute. It's yeah. Adorable. She's already precious as it is. I mean, the first when I first saw her and Croak and actually have her like moment with, you know, saying goodbye to Froggy and all. I mean, she's just a, she's just adorable. <laughs> yeah, it shows she can just appear in the show without her sister. Because even Sid right. wasn't in this episode. It's just so odd to me, you know? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Sid's, ama Sid's an amazing character, but we gotta give some props out to Adelaide as well, you know? Yeah. Give some props out to the other Changs as well. Like, you know, Stanley has her mom his moments, and then, of course, when you see How to Train Your Carl, you get to see uh, Becca's moments as well. Um, but yeah, the Chang family is really, like, a fun family to hang with, I would imagine. Um, of course, everybody's just all about Sid, but the rest of the Changs are cool, so let hopefully get more episodes of them. Oh, yeah. 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 And one more thing I'm going to add. I did never, since this show started, expect to Carl and Adelaide to be in an episode together. Yeah. Never. It's such a it, it's such an odd pairing, but it works, you know? Yeah, very much. Thinking of something in the, on the lines between those two, right? I know a lot of people were shipping Carl and Adelaide before this episode uh, was even brought up. Um, and... I mean, it it was something that I thought in mind, too. Like, maybe they could work together and actually have an episode, and here it is. Um, yeah, well, they so kind of hit that in the show. Like, um, in Monster Cash, like, Adelaide was kind of, like, excited about Carl's little, like, um, tour that he was giving. And then in How to Train Your Carl, she was like, Carl, look! Like, and we were all, like, thinking, does Adelaide have a crush on Carl or something? <laughs> you know? Like, it just seemed like it from the start. So, it seemed like they were hyping up this pairing since the beginning we just never we just didn't think about it until like oh wow they actually got an episode of season one i was i was thinking season two we would get this pairing you know ah uh, yeah you're yeah. right yeah because i mean like yeah they they do have their moments in the in the casa grandes but yeah i mean them having their own episode already um and it, and it really works out i mean the way that they wanted to have those two together so Hopefully we get more of those episodes, like I said, get that chemistry working between Carl and Adelaide. <laughs> okay, are we ready to move on to uh, family bonding? Yes. Yes. Woo! Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's do it. Why not? And, Sunny, do you want to go first or last? Oh, no, I'll go last. Please save me for last. <laughs> okay. Save the best for last. <laughs> save the 15-minute rant for last. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. You guys know me so well. <laughs> I'm so flattered. <laughs> so I go up. Okay, I'll go, I'll go first, I guess, in this one. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. So um, it was a pretty, actually, an interesting episode. I mean, I, when, when first time coming into this episode, I thought it was just another Click in the Cloud episode where Lincoln, or Lincoln and Clyde, you know, have have their moments of being spies and of course we saw that in the first part of the series uh, first part of the episode where they're just like having fun um 
in their spy uniforms and everything. And, of course, they had brand new neighbors. So, uh, of course, make your first greeting with the neighbors. They look like a pretty fun family until you get to see what Lincoln saw in the window and saw that they were doing other things, uh, apparently working on... Okay, so when I saw that scene when the, he was looking through the window, I already saw Peaches and a lot of mysterious looks closing the windows and everything like that. It just made me suspicious that, yeah, they're kind of spies. <laughs> yeah. And it, like, and it makes sense for, like, Lincoln to be all freaked out, saying, like, they're spies, they're spies. And, of course, the family doesn't agree with them, um, which is, you know, typical for every Loud House episode before this. So, Lincoln... So, of course, Lincoln was trying to prove it himself, so it's just another Lincoln and Clyde episode where those two uh, continue to follow along with the Millers, and you get to see a lot of suspicious things happening, and... Eventually, and then yeah, the whole scene, the whole episode pretty much goes from there, where Lincoln tries to prove that uh, the Millers are spies, and it did. Ha and then um, they had that whole, they had the whole, uh, that whole meet up there where they, the Millers actually had a barbecue with the Louds, and of course, this is a good chance for Lincoln to uh, hang out, uh, to go into the Millers' house and actually spy around their area. I like the, I like the little scene there where like. Like, here, try to find an opening, uh, Charles, to the house. All he did was just open the door, and he got a free treat from that, so... <laughs> um, but besides that, yeah, that whole spy sequence there was pretty fun until, you know, we already talked about this before, Lola being, like, a brat and all announced that, you know, they're spying on the Miller's house. And this whole sequence happens, and Lincoln tries his best to at least, you know, see that they're spies and all, which... Um, like in the beginning you get to see like oh they're weathermen quote unquote the Millers are just like weather people tracking stuff and also uh, raising peaches and stuff which is great and all until you get to see that little last scene which I thought was a twist like a really twist like what they are really spies <laughs> and that was just a surprise to me like wow you actually followed through to what Lincoln was pointing out there and now the family actually believes him and Lincoln actually found a way to stop them too. So the Millers are still out for out. They didn't get arrested, but at least Lincoln and Clyde actually did prove their point that they are really spies. So this is the first time I saw a Loud House episode where they actually followed through with the whole point of the episode and not actually say, okay, this is just something Lincoln and Clyde does. Lincoln and Clyde does. This is actually something, this is actually real. Oh shit, they're actually um, spies and Lincoln and Clyde are actually the heroes here. And I love the fact at the end too, where like Lincoln, they're now trusting Lincoln to spy on every neighbor now and see if they're actually not spies, so... <laughs> um, yeah, overall, this was absolutely absolutely a fun episode. Um, this is a Lincoln and McLeod episode that I thought coming in would be just another typical Lincoln, Lincoln McLeod episode. And it actually... It, well, I mean, it is, but it turns out to be a little bit better and unexpected than I thought it would be. Like, I see some people in the comments saying that they think that they'll be the villains. I don't think it'll be these characters, but, like, one thing I thought about when we were watching it is, when I was watching it, was, like, this show is actually capable of showing villains. And so I, it did make me think about what the movie might be like, because I was like, if they can have spies that are trying to destroy all the cherries, then they can come up with some other kind of crazy stuff. And so that was one thing I liked about it, was that it was, like, you know, we're so used to Lincoln losing and thinking, like, oh, you know, it's just him and his imagination going wild. But no, he was right. And so it was really fun for that little twist. And I hope that they do 
something like this again because it was really fun. And I think uh, that's pretty much what I have to say about it because it was just like the whole that whole thing was just very we weren't expecting it and you're just like well because I think that was like the only one out of all the ones this week where I legit had no idea what was going to happen because like the uh, sometimes with this show like you can predict things but like so far with these uh, these three episodes I've not been able to know like what the heck's going to happen so that makes it that makes it more fun yeah I agree Mm mm-hmm yeah um (laughs) All right, it's my turn. Um, All right, buddy, go for it. <laughs> I'll be so, back in 15 minutes. You know, okay. So, I, of course, I am a supporter of the Clayton episodes. I love Clayton McCloud a lot. Of course, Clayton's my favorite character, and so him with Clyde, I always enjoy together. But, you know, as someone who's been in the fandom for a while, I agree we've had a lot of abundance of Clayton McCloud episodes. And, you know, since this one was announced, it's like, yep, here we go. The traditional Clayton McCloud episode, as usual. Feels like the Loud House. But, um, Wow, did this episode surprise me at how good it was. Yeah, I I guess it's just because this show has been gone for a while that, like, I felt so much enjoyment from all of these episodes. But this one, I had the biggest smile on my face every time I watched every moment in this episode. It's just like, this is so funny. Like, there were some funny moments in it, and Lincoln like, being a spy was great. Like, I love how much, like, how many interests Lincoln like, has throughout the show. They don't, like, keep him with one interest, like, Ace Savvy, for example, is probably his main interest, but he's been interested in, like, you know, cowboys and magic and um, some other stuff in between. And then also in Season 5, he, he's in the spies now and reading new spy comics and stuff, which was pretty cool that they keep, like, changing his interest up because, like, you know, with the other family members, they all have their one, you know, interest, like, ladies in the fashion, what was in the princess stuff. Lincoln's always going to be the, the main guy in the middle who's like i don't know what i want to be yet you know i don't know what i'm interested in yet so to know that he keeps changing up his interests is cool so i liked that it really incorporated like james bond stuff because i love spy movies and james bond stuff and things like that and yeah i was shocked that it was that all of that was real you know they had real villains in the show and lincoln was actually right because i when i first thought that like when when everybody was like oh no lincoln you're wrong at the end where he stuck into the Miller's house and they were going to go off. I thought that when they were going to reveal to be villains, it was all going to be Lincoln's imagination. We would just see him, like, you know, fighting himself to the ground and everybody's just, like, rolling his eyes at Lincoln, like, oh, here we go again. But no, he was right. And that's what caught me off guard. It's like, wow, this was actually real. It actually happened. Lincoln was right for once, you know? It felt so satisfying as a Lincoln fan to see him win in the end, you know? It just felt so right. And then, like, you know, I just didn't think this episode was going to be, let's learn to actually trust Lincoln for once, you know? So, at the end, they're like, yeah, go, Lincoln, go check it out first. So, it's like, wow, they've learned to trust him, even if his ways are a little silly, you know? They trust him enough to know that he'll probably be right in the end. Not all the time, you know, Lincoln, you get one point, buddy, but, you know, you, you could definitely be right sometimes. And, you know, I... I don't know. I just, I, just, I love this episode a lot. I've watched it like a, a bunch today. I just loved it a lot. I just, I think it's the best Clickbait Cloud episode to date, but just the best Lincoln episode overall. Like, I loved Schooled. I really did, but I think Lincoln shined more in this episode than Schooled, and that's kind of, that's kind of saying something because one hour versus 11 minutes, but 
it really showed that like they i'm sorry i'm just rambling for a second but <laughs> it just shows that like you know, season four we were so like there was so much lackluster of lincoln you know there was like he was pushed to the side and then also we get this episode and we're getting another episode next week where he joins the news crew that they're like yeah we're making up for season four you're getting so much lincoln now that Lori's gone, we can finally give Lincoln a chance to shine again, and as he should be. So, yeah, I just, I loved Lincoln's little spy suit and just, like, doing all spy stuff. And the part where he, like, got into the Miller's house and used that little laser thing and just, like, opened up the computer. That was the most badass thing I've ever seen him do in the entire show. Just, wow, I am so impressed by this episode. <laughs> it's probably my favorite episode now. I just, I loved it a lot. I, I just... I can't wait to see if they do more stuff like this with Lincoln because my god, I am I'm so proud. Like I'm a proud mother right now. I just <laughs> I feel so proud of my baby. He's all grown up. I know he's twelve years old. I just feel so proud of him. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> you know what though, I'm proud for Lincoln though. I mean, just the fact that he's credible and everything, just make just for everybody to actually listen to Lincoln now just makes me feel proud that hey, he's the main I mean, first off, he's the main person in the show for the loud, the loud House. We, we focused out of that for a little bit. I mean, like, he was a big focus in Season 1, and, of course, the sisters are, too. But now we're going back to the point that Lincoln is actually the main character of the Loud House. So I love the fact that they're getting more episodes of Lincoln here, and this one proves it proves it out here that, hey, he's a trustworthy person. So, um, yeah, proud for Lincoln in this one. <laughs> oh, Ryan P.S. How many times have I watched the episode? So far, I've watched it about 20 times. <laughs> oh, my word. So, oh. so much that I, I can recite almost everything in the episode now. Although, to be honest, it's kind of the same thing with me in, in school. Like, I love the episode so yeah. much that I watched that not like 20 times, more like 10, 15 times right now. So <laughs> Yeah, like, it's, like I, it's, I it's like I love school. That I'm, like, really glad Lincoln got focused on the one-hour special. But this just, like popped it for me. I don't know why. It's like, I love this episode. It's so great. <laughs> I think the thing with school that can we can compare with, it was very even. Every There were three plots and they all got equal equal, you know, they were shown equally. I think, right. I think also because we kind of saw how each resolution would work. It's just like, yeah, like it will end up in the same class anyway but this is like they were actually spies you know like i never thought the loud house would do that. I yeah didn't, I, didn't, exactly. I didn't expect the writers to do that yeah exactly. i was so expecting for like to be wrong and it's like oh i learned to never to not jump to expectations but really was just like yeah guys i was right <laughs> like That's always, no, see that point has always been the thing for lincoln you know uh you always see him just get over excited for things and of course it's just like yeah i got overconfident sorry guys now this is a moment where he's like okay my predictions were right this time it's more like i, I it's more of another thing where lincoln's gonna like i told you so <laughs> yeah like i feel like this is the same thing with like letty you know how letty has been developing since season three of her job this felt like an episode with lincoln developing because like you know we're so used to lincoln learning simple lessons about oh i was wrong or i misjudged you and all this stuff but this episode i don't know if any, any of you guys watched my little pony but there was that one episode with applejack where she was just like i was right <laughs> that's what it reminded me of but just like it's the, the end scene where like the news lady was like interviewing them you see like the clients like proud faces i was laughing i was like i can't believe they were right 
Oh man, it was just this episode was crazy, and I loved it. I I hope the Millers do come back somehow. They probably will be one-offs, but maybe they'll come back eventually. I don't know. You know. I mean, do you think with the age up, they kind of figured out they should maybe age up the plot? If you know what I mean. Yeah, because again, we we this is a new season, and all the characters are aged up, and they have to give us more new potential stories. Because I do agree with some people that we've been kind of stale for season three and four. As much as I like season four, we are now in season five, and the characters are aged up, so they have to they have to move forward with more stuff. And you know, another thing, like, did you guys notice the new title cards we got for the oh, show? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I I I, I figured like this is my prediction. Of course, I'm probably not gonna be as right as Lincoln, but this is my prediction. They probably saw the Casa Grande title cards and saw how beautiful those are, and they're like, "Oh crap, we have to step up our game now," <laughs> you know. So I I thought it was pretty cool. They put like little things in there, like the Lenny one. They had Lori's phone in one box, and the Lincoln and Clyde one. They had like the little spy stuff. I thought that was really neat. I can't wait to see how much more stuff they incorporated in the new title cards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's always, it's always been like, you know, just the simple boxes and everything, you know, just the simple yeah. colors and, and the little captions and all that stuff. So just yeah. seeing the fact that they can actually add on more things to the title card just gives more ideas of what the writers are doing. So props out to them to actually make some changes for season five of the Loud House by even changing the title cards, uh, changing the title cards themselves. <laughs> it's not the intro, but it's a start. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I mean, the intro would have been also great too, but you know what? Yeah, changes, you know, not all going to be there in one. In one yeah, it's fine, guys. You, you're in the step right step direction. <laughs> the fandom is aged up and they're being a little more crazy with their changes in the after show now. Yeah. Right. So I have um we we saw the uh synopsis for a I think is it a half hour special of the Casa Grandes or is that decided? We yet? don't we don't oh, know yeah. if it's a special or not yet. Because I mean, right just, now it just says episode nineteen of the show, which we know there's twenty one episodes in this season. So we don't know if it's part of an episode or an or a special. I mean it says curse with exclamation point and Almost every special has an exclamation point at this point, so oh, yep, yeah. You know, so it could be a special. It could I be. be th- I was thinking it might be a thirty-minute episode because, like, when I saw Cursed, it just feels like maybe a thirty-minute episode. I don't see another episode that was following up that uh, that followed up from that. So what I'm expecting is probably a thirty-minute episode, if not an hour. It'd be pretty cool if they actually had another hour episode. But... What is it? What is this episode about again? Um, I need to go back through the server and find the synopsis. Oh, I mean, I, w- I was going to say that you yeah, had something about, uh, something about Ernesto Australia. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. Ernesto is coming back into the show, which That's... you know what episode he's from. <laughs> yeah. I swear, if they make a horoscope reference to this episode, wait, I will wait, wait, lose. Wait, wait, wait. If, you have, yeah. if you have Ernesto back... And he was from that episode. Yeah. Did you actually bring Lincoln back also? Maybe? Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I know this episode of of course. Rosa thinks the whole city is like bad luck, right? So well, I was talking about this in the Casa you know, uh, Discord, and someone suggested, are they going to move to a new a new place if they think the whole city is cursed? And I'm like, 
what if they what if they move back to Royal Woods, you know, like for the episode they stay with the louds? <laughs> it's like no, they I, I wish they could do that, but they probably won't. You know. Yeah, I, I can just, dream, can't I? <laughs> I just source that in chat. I feel like they're just going to be like Rosa being like a little you know, cursophobic there and she'll just do a lot of good luck charms to tr to all around the city to try to, you know, wear off a curse or something like that. Yeah. I was thinking how they, because someone had said, what if this is a follow-up to Horoscope? I was thinking about this, and I, none of my projections ever come true except for one in school, but I was thinking, like, Rosa's watching Ernesto, and she, of course, believes everything he says, and Rodia comes in and is like, you can't believe everything he said. I remember when he told me that I was going to find true love. Ha! Huh, that didn't happen. And she, like, nervously laughs. Like, you know? <laughs> Like, ha, ha, that did happen! Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, if only I was writing the show, feel, but... I just feel like, it, I just feel any time, like, it goes into the Casa Grandes, like, it either Great Lake City or ever happens in the Casa Grandes, it's just another moment where Roddy and Lincoln could possibly be in a ship, and I, you know... If Horoscope wasn't good close enough, I mean, that's saying something, I mean... <laughs> I mean, again, we don't, we don't. Trick. I don't think it was a magic trick show. No. <laughs> Everything I mean, was like all there for, you know, Lincoln to actually say something to Rodian. I swear to God. Like, I, I, yeah. if it's a, if they reference one thing from Horoscope this episode, I'm going to lose my mind, but they probably won't do it. <laughs> it's like, he's from the episode. Reference it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, oh, it's like Rodian is saying, oh, yeah, she's, oh, yeah, that one guy who thought that I was in love with Lincoln Loud. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she like nervously laughs. <laughs> and then Carl comes in and is like, oh wait, isn't that the guy you wrote about in your diary? She like slaps him. Stop, Carl! Reference <laughs> <laughs> back to a misstep there with the uh, yeah. diary reference. <laughs> is this PG-13? <laughs> is that the oh. Uquad was actually leaked? It was just Uquad disguise. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but to, to bring it back to the, the topic here, um, boy, like hearing this news about, I, I, I knew we were gonna get a new, I knew we were gonna get our Casagrande special. I knew it, but like getting this news, I was shaking, man. I'm like, oh my god, there's gonna be another special. Our Nestor's coming back, and Rosa thinks everybody's bad luck and stuff. And I know some people are like, oh, this is just like the no such luck versus Casagrandes. But I'm like, guys, you do realize that Rosa, ever since the beginning believes in the supernatural, so it makes sense for her to believe anything that Ernesto says when it comes to bad luck. So I think with this episode, I mean, some people have said it could be a Halloween episode, which I think it might be, obviously, which would be pretty cool. Will just be her, like, you know, fretting and you know, worrying about, like, what they could do to, like, stop the bad luck, like, giving them good luck charms or potions and stuff, like, you know, or <laughs> I made this joke on, on Discord where I'll say, like, you know that scene of Spongebob where Patch is like, why don't we just take Great Lake City and push it somewhere else? <laughs> 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 you know, so I don't know what to expect from the special, man, but I'm so excited. I, I'm i like, wow. I can't believe Ernesto's coming back in the show in season one. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> right. Also, it pops out to George Lopez for coming back to uh, the Casa Grande. Yeah. For this scene, or for this uh, new special that they're making up here. When do you guys think we'll get more info on the Loud House Netflix movie? Probably next year. Next yeah. year. Next year. I mean, like, everything's on a standstill here um, on Nickelodeon's end. I mean, you're currently... I mean, I don't know how animation works right now, but 
they currently have season five out. They've got the Casagrande season two currently in production. And of course, the movie is also being made as well. But I know the whole pandemic has been an issue as well. So it's not going as fast as it is right now. But there is a movie still going to come out. But I'm pretty sure it's going to come out next yeah. year. Yeah. In the summer, I think, is what they said. So just stop bothering the crew about it. Just give them time to work on it. Yeah. It'll be here when it's here, you know? Just yeah. be patient. Yeah, we have a show. Don't worry about the movie right now. We have season five yeah. right now. Yeah. Episodes, guys. There's still episodes yeah. of The Loud House like, right now. The show is because of the movie. Like, I talked to um, one of the crew members back in, like, March, I think. And, like, back when all the COVID stuff started. And he said that they're still trying to work on it as best they can, so... Hopefully, I think things will be better next year. Yeah. Oh, somebody had asked, do you guys think the Casa Grandes will be re renewed for season three? I yes. think so. Yes, Absolutely. definitely. I, I think so. I, I would imagine that announcement being right like during season two. Right, right so, as soon as season two airs, just like Casa Grandes. Well, they, they did with the Loud House, too. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, stuff, like, I, thought, I, didn't, I didn't expect it when they announced uh, the Loud House season six. I didn't expect it to actually happen because like season five kind of sounded like an ending season, but now they announced season six, so I'm very excited to see what they're going to do now. <laughs> Isn't it crazy we're going to be here until like 2022, guys? Man, oh, that, yes. don't, don't, don't remind me because I'm getting older. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, like well, season six, we're going to be here until like 2022. Yeah, like, this, the Loud House came out like the month that I graduated high school, and now I'm almost, I'm 22. So. Well, it was a community college when the show came out. Now I'm going to be graduating next year of actual university. So I crazy. I graduated, I graduated college, actually, after I, when I started at the Loud House, so. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, old. I am, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like the OG here, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, like how Nickelodeon's always like, oh, the show's so popular with kids. It's like, uh -huh. yeah, kids. I like the show. We're just old kids. You're looking at like one half of the uh, di uh, demographic there. <laughs> <laughs> we're totally kids. Yeah, we're technically kids just older kids. Kids at heart. Kids at heart. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Age is just a number. Exactly. It's just a number. It's just a number yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's everything. Got through it all. Oh wow! All oh, right, it's amazing. <laughs> all right, so I just I'm just saying it out there. Next week's episodes are gonna be pretty interesting as well. Oh Definitely. yeah. Definitely. I mean, guys, you see that promo? I'm so confused about Bobby and Hector rapping. Oh my god, that yeah, was, was just so weird. Yeah, that, that made me I was cringe. Just something for the I was just thinking something for the Mercado. What what they're doing there? It's like Con oh, we're having a party at the Mercado. Mercado Remix! <laughs> it just seems that way. It feels like they're having a party at the Mercado or they're trying to do something with the Mercado to make it like more lively. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. I can't wait for the Sadani Sleepover episode. Yeah, Sleepover episode's gonna be so interesting. Oh, we'll yeah. Sid and Roddy Ann, uh, Sid's back, Roddy Ann, just more Sadani. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and all their friends, too. It's gonna be really fun. Oh, yeah. And of course, we have the Lola Lana birthday episode and that another Lincoln episode. Oh, another, yeah. That's another thing where I have to look forward to, just because, you know, we're seeing everybody grow up. You see Lady grow up now in one episode. Now we're going to see Lana and Lola now grow up, literally grow up, in the birthday this time. Uh, so, and, and I can't wait to see how it is. I mean, I saw the promotion already, 30, well, that 30-second promotion of, like, the preview of the Casa Grandes of the Loud House. That's not enough to tell me, like, what will happen in that episode, so. Yeah. 
But then again, we keep seeing like uh, little snippets over on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So, and Jiffy, who spoils all the episodes and gifts. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they actually... spoiled all of Mexican Makeover, and I'm like, I saw the episode. I'm good. <laughs> that that was pretty much like I don't know what they're doing, but I think that's like their new marketing thing. It's like, oh, do you want to see more of the Loud House of the Casa Grandes? You could just use our Giphy and get bored. Let's post them, like, two days before the episodes come out. <laughs> I've just kind of gotten to the point... I haven't... The whole season, watched any promos, any clips, just going in blind. And it's been much fun. Much more fun. Uh, I can't do that, man. I'm, I get too excited for these this, these shows, so I have to see everything. <laughs> it, it, it's more like whenever I see a post on Twitter or Facebook, and I see it's relating to the Loud House of the Cosmic Goddess, I immediately, like spread it all like everywhere on twitter yeah. and then again i'm a person who runs a fan page so i have to spread it everywhere it's hard so, to be right yeah. heard the news the people who, who like post news because you're like the minute you get the instagram like notification you're like right to be the first person to post on twitter oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah be the first it's like it's like back in the back in the days where you're your first comment you just literally just say first and every yeah. Yeah. YouTube video you go to. <laughs> fan, but then everybody else posts it like five times after it's like guys i got it don't need to post yeah. it for 20 times. Yeah, and like, yeah, and like, I used to be one of the people who posted stuff first, but now, like, I'm usually asleep when the stuff comes out because I sleep late. So I just wait for, like, either if Sunny doesn't post it, there's like a few other people who will post stuff. And so I'm just like, I'll just retweet everything. Because even if I retweet it, I'm still spreading it around. Yeah, like, yeah. I check the Instagram, I check the Instagram story, as soon as I get the story, I'm like, upload, 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 I'm like, come on, I need to be first! <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think whenever I see the news, I'll just put it up on my Twitter, because, like, the first thing I look, look is in my Twitter, and then once I hit that little home button to go up to the top of the page, the first thing I see is, like, new video from Nickelodeon, or new video from Sunny, or new video from uh, uh, a Twitter user that, you know, always posts up on Facebook, uh, I'll post up uh, Loud House stuff, so I immediately, like, retweeted that I put the link, send it off to my Facebook, send it off to everybody that I know, just to make sure that they also get the news as well, so that, that's how it is, that's how it is when it comes yeah, to Yeah, it's like, I heard about the Curse special at 3 in the morning while I was doing art, so, like, I posted my my Carl and Adelaide draw, and all of a sudden I checked the Casa Grande tag, and it's there, it's like, this is, it's 3 a.m., who's checking to see new episodes come out at 3 a.m., and I'm like, whoa, this came out of nowhere, <laughs> I think I was up at that point. Like, I had just woken up and you had posted that. And I'm actually to the point, I'm no, I'm kind of known for this. This is kind of, this, the Loud Hut is kind of my big thing that people know me for. So I'm starting to post everything as well. Just because I feel it's my civic duty. <laughs> it's my, that was my civic duty since I started the fan club, fan page of the Loud House. So, That's been my uh, duty since I joined I, the fandom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're now, like, we're our, like, to say the least, we are, like, reliable sources when it comes to Loud House. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I've been more into Miraculous Ladybug, but, like, I still have a ton of people who follow me for Loud House. So, whenever yeah. I see I see that stuff, I think people come to me for that kind of stuff sometimes. I feel bad whenever I switch fandoms for a bit because, like, oh, Loud House yeah. is like, I hate someone to obsess over something. And it's like, yeah. I feel bad for everybody else to follow me for Loud House. It's like, guys, yeah. Tickles is coming out. I need to post about <laughs> yeah. first time. This, 
this is why I had to actually make my own like fan art page so that like yeah. you know I'm, I'm into Owl House I'm into Amphibia Big City Greens um, oh, yeah. a lot of other cartoons and the thing is like yeah. I can't post it I can't post it all on the fan page of the Loud House Twitter so I had to make different accounts for my Twitters to make sure that I still fans of these but I'm on a different account this time so yeah like I've had friends who have moved on from the Loud House accounts grounded fandom and understandable because people get the other stuff and. You know, I've done the same thing, but Loud House and Casa Grandes, I haven't left, man. This show still gets me so yeah, hyped. Me I love the show, the pieces, and, and the fact that I'm going to be here till like, season six and, like, even season three of Casa Grandes, that happens, it's like, I can't believe I've been here for so long. I thought I would have left during, like, season three or four, but I'm still here, and I love the show, so... I'm glad I'm you still know, around. You know what? I've met a lot of amazing people um, after joining the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. You guys, especially. Yeah. 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 And, to say, and to say the least, like, you know, some people may say the fandom is, like, terrible and stuff like that. But as long as you follow the right people, um, then you're going to have a fun time in the fandom. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Every fandom is exactly. toxic in their own way. But we all have our own little bubble where we feel safe to talk about these things. Like here, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. If, if only people understand that, you know. I mean, like, you know, you might think you might immediately come into the fandom and actually think it's bad, but just continue being there and just, you know, say and just, you know, you'll eventually see people that will agree with you and you'll become friends with them. And you know, that's that's how it is for every fandom, like you said, Sunny. Uh, it's and it's cool to have as toxic uh, people there. And it's cool that the crew members and, pe and the voice actors interact with us too, like Christina and and uh, Alex Carl's VA and Isabella, of course. They like and the crew people, the people who work on the show. They really support how much we love this show, and I'm glad they interact with us too. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. That's like I think you know. Even if I get into other stuff, I will never leave the Loud House just because I've met. It's not just followers; like they're my friends that are also in this fandom myself. I think even if we get into other things, we still have this show that we met all these people. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I think I, we're all. I think we're all connected now into the Owl House. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you see, we have another show if if ever if something does. Sorry, fall. Amphibia for the win, man. That's actually, my show. Love, no, actually, I do have Amphibia too. <laughs> I love Amphibia so, too. And then, and then me and Sunny also have Miraculous. Yeah. That too. So, I love Miraculous. <laughs> I'm usually not picky with shows. I, I like basically everything, so... Yeah, I'm into a lot of stuff. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but one thing I have noticed about myself, like, if I'm into something like this for three, two, three, four years, I'll probably never get tired of it. Yeah. Same. That's, I yeah, that's I'm how I feel. If you're, I think if you've been there for that long, you're making a commitment now to, you know, stay with it, you know? That's Definitely, yeah. the Loud House. I've stuck with it. I haven't left since you know i'm still here somehow i'm here <laughs> four years four years running and oh I'm yeah still loving, i'm still loving the loud house me too i don't see myself ever quitting me neither nope <laughs> but I, I i do see myself doing what nate did creating another twitter for other shows because i have i am into so many that's why i just throw all of mine i just throw all of mine onto one yeah I have to tell people I'm multi-fandom. That's why I put it in my description. So, yeah, and I'm like, too. oh, guys, my one other show is coming back. So just be aware of that. <laughs> like yeah. next Friday, like next Friday, like I mentioned earlier, like we have Loud House, Cuss and Miraculous all in one night. So I'm just going to be posting all kinds of stuff going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'd be, 
honestly, I can say that I do another Twitter, but I feel like I'd be fine because I do my radio show, this animation stuff, and gaming all in one account, and nobody really cares. They just follow me because I post it. I think that's everything. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Nope. That's all I can say no, here. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun <laughs> doing this again. Yeah, yeah definitely. I love, I, love, I, love the, I love that we can like, hang out more, you know? Um, yeah. All these yeah. chats when it comes to the Loud House and the Cosmic Grande. I hope we can do more of these, you know? It feels so cool because, like, I know, like, three of the three of us have our own podcast where we do our own separate things, but, like, we're like the Avengers where we come together and form the podcast Avengers, you know? So <laughs> it feels so cool that we, we have the Loud House and the Cosmic Grande. We have our own crossover that we do. You know, right, it's like right. tradition. We even actually, we even actually team up sometimes when it comes to like, yeah, you know, joining into yeah. each other's uh, podcasts and all. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like Serena, I wanted to invite you on for the show for the Casa Grande special, whatever that happens. Oh, <laughs> oh I'll, I'll be there. Oh, actually, same thing with me. Maybe I could get you into one of our episodes of the Casa Grande or of our Loud Casa Talks. Yeah, uh, I'll and be I've glad to be on, on you guys' shows. And I've been on Sunny's a few times. Oh yeah. Next lobby you episode, you're on again. Yay! Like my, I've just figured out, so it's just only me and Omid, but I also do want to bring as much, uh, as much fans as much, you know, in our uh, Casa Talks as if we can. I mean, the next, our next episode, which is be our season premiere, it's gonna be an interesting topic. So uh, that's just more for me and Omid to talk about right now. But if anything does come up and it, it's something that will click for you guys, I'll probably bring you in. Yeah, Nate, you okay. know me, I loved having you guys on my show, so I gotta figure out how to bring you guys back on again. Alright, alright, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I've been, I know I was on y'all's Facebook lives before. You know, the Facebook page. live streams, the Facebook live streams are fun and all, but yeah. it takes forever. That's yeah. why we did the podcast instead, so. Yeah. Yeah. I will hey. say that we are planning another one of these. Yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be back I, again, guys! Probably yeah, mid-October, so oh, yeah. Ooh. I'll great. announce it at some that. point. <laughs> we should or do it for the Casa Grande special. That's yeah, what yeah. yeah. Or or something for Halloween or something. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'd like that. We, if there's a, if there's like a Loud House Halloween episode too. That might happen. Actually, I don't know. We could <laughs> really get creative for a Halloween episode. I would not be surprised because every year they always keep on pulling, pulling yeah. like, like yeah. you know, Halloween episodes. I mean, last year's was it last year, Jeer for Fears, and uh, what other episode? The Tito Heart. That one, yeah. So yeah. Those were the two episodes that were last year. So what? I would imagine they're making like a Halloween special for the Loud House again. Although it would be cool if they actually did another uh, Casa Grande uh, Halloween episode too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mentioned, Nate, when you guys did the Jeopardy games, are you guys going to do those again? That was fun. I have to figure that out. I need to get more prizes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to get more prizes. Casa Grande Jeopardy. <laughs> I won't play also, again. Well, I also want to try out another game instead. You know, there's Jeopardy. There's also Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Ooh. There's a Family Feud, maybe like a 5v5. That would be pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of like game shows that I could like try to pull off. Maybe another game night could happen for the fan page of the Loud House. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think we could pull something off. If we have six weeks. I think we could really pull something off for a Halloween special of this. That that could be an option. That would be great. 
So I think I think that's everything for tonight. Is there any last words you want to say? Self promote. Self promote. I could do that. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna self promote my podcast on your po- on your thing. That's promoting. I'm promoting. Um, so if you guys want to follow me, uh, X Study Eclipse is my main Twitter. But I do fo- I do have a podcast called Casa Loud Chats where I do talk about the Loud House of the Casa Grandes, and I will be having a new episode on Tuesday talking with gravity firm talking about the new episodes that we talked about tonight so if you want to hear more of my thoughts on every episode including family bonding you can hear it there so that's my little uh the promotion there plug there my podcast anyone else and, uh, um you can follow me wyoming parmesan on twitter and i also have an instagram it's Wyoming 2016, and basically, I don't I don't have a podcast, but I like to write fanfiction. So go check out some of my Loud House fanfics. Uh, and then you can follow me uh, as the moderator of the fan page of the Loud House. Follow us on our Twitter and on our Instagram at fanpageoftlh. And you can also listen to our Loud Casa Talks. Um, our new season begins next week, so go uh, go uh, feel free to listen in on our podcast uh, via Anchor. Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, um, and and also, and also if you guys want to follow like what I've been drawing, uh, follow my new fan artist page at at fan artist Nate. Um, I'm currently uh, busy with jobs and stuff right now, but I'm gonna be working on fan art soon. I'm glad we could um, get this done when we did because next weekend I'm doing affiliate on Next Fest again, two days this time, so I'm booked crazy next weekend. So if you're into electronic music. I'll be doing that on my Twitch, which is linked down below. Right. Yeah, that's it. All right. We'll that's s- it for the show. Okay. We'll, we'll see you. Right. <laughs>